Well, hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Talk It Out on the Mint Door podcast. And today I am honored to be here with Joy Lance. Joy, thank you for being with us today. You come and are bringing a wealth of knowledge, not only just as a hygienist, which you have a wealth of knowledge there, but you're also a myofunctional therapist, which we'll get into a little bit about that and a lactation consultant. So we're just thrilled to have you here today on the podcast. Thanks so much for taking the time to be with us. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And I should mention that Dr. Karen was unable to join us today. So we are, we are doing this together today, Joy and I, and uh, <laughs> we will miss Karen dearly, but she'll be back for the next one. So as we jump into this journey of yours, starting out as a hygienist, I'd love you to, to tell us a little bit about what your days were like and what was that transformational moment in your career that involved toddlers and infants that really brought you to a new level of professional fulfillment? Sure. So as of this year, I've been a hygienist for 25 years, which is crazy to look back on that and realize that it's been so long. I loved hygiene. I mean, I am actually the oldest of three sisters and all three of us are hygienists. So it runs in the family. Yes. We all went to the same school and coming out of hygiene school, I was an assistant to begin with. So I was really familiar going into hygiene school was happening. I got out of hygiene school as a hygienist. You make a wonderful living. It was great. And throughout most of my career, it was wonderful. And then all the typical things started coming up. You know, my back started hurting, my wrist started hurting, my neck started hurting. I started having a lot of musculoskeletal things, going to the chiropractor, trying to, you know, balance all that out. And I've worked in maybe, maybe five offices over my career. So my offices are always very much kind of my business. Like I loved being part of the business end of things, because if I wasn't busy, the business didn't do well and vice versa. Once I started really, you know, having pain, I was kind of stuck for a little bit because throughout while my kids were younger, my husband was laid off quite a few times. He's in IT work. So I kind of was stuck. I really didn't have a choice. But once he was stable, I made up my mind that I wanted to go and take a myofunctional therapy class and learn how to do that and incorporate that. And what really drove me is my kids. So I have three kids that all had myofunctional issues. I just didn't know it at the time. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of embarrassing to know that I've been practicing for so long and I really didn't know what was going on with my own kids. So once I took the course, it was amazing. All the things that I learned about tongue ties and mouth breathing and and how it shapes your face and your mouth. And I'm coming home and looking at all my kids' baby pictures of all three of them with their mouths wide open. And I was like, okay, something has to change. So how it worked after my courses, I was doing hygiene part-time and myofunctional therapy part-time. So that was wonderful. I loved it because I kind of got the best of both worlds. But then my myofunctional practice got busy enough for me to step away from hygiene. So that's what I did. So I did myofunctional therapy by itself for probably three years. 
And then I teamed up with Dr. Erica at Inspired Dental Wellness. And she was already doing phrenectomies. So that's where my patients would go for their tongue tie releases and their lip releases. So I ended up being at the office a lot just with my patients. So we decided to kind of team up. So I went to go back into the dental office and work with her, which is wonderful. She has a great team there. And she was releasing babies. So that's really where I got into seeing infants, toddlers, younger kids, and wanting to be that. I wanted to bridge the gap between the release part and then how to kind of get them back on track to, to function properly, to be able to eat and to be able to do all the things that they came to us to do. So initially, that's how I decided to go back for my lactation consultant certificate. I wanted to kind of have the whole picture and really understand from start to finish what was happening. And in being able to help moms, I, I've kind of been able to heal myself a little bit, forgive myself for all the things with my own kids that I didn't know. Because I get to help moms every day. So I love it. How valuable is that for somebody? I mean, you know, having a kid is is really overwhelming. Yeah. And then having having an infant that's having challenges with the basics of eating is really scary. I know that I relied on lactation consultants and they were like angels. So that must really elevate your fulfillment in your career. Can you tell me a little bit about how that's how it's different from your hygiene days? Yeah, so hygiene for me got to the point where it was just very robotic. And in the beginning I really thrived on that and I loved it. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of my career, I was kind of over it. That's where the burnout really came in. Like I needed something more. Mm-hmm. So it almost is a challenge when you're working with babies and toddlers because, you know, nobody's the same. You really have to kind of dive deep and figure out what what is happening and what other referral partners do you need on your team to be able to really have a great outcome for the baby as a whole. So we've worked really hard to be able to build a great team around us. But the biggest thing for us is the parents. And specifically, if you're breastfeeding, it's the moms, because you're right, it, it's hard enough having a new baby. And, you know, a lot of moms are told, they'll grow out of it, or, you know, we don't we don't see anything wrong. And they're on this limited maternity leave. And they're trying to enjoy their baby. And like you said, the baby can't do the basic thing that they're supposed to do. They're supposed to eat with no problem and just instinctually be able to do it. They don't have the structure to do it. So then moms blame themselves. And it's not a way anyone should have to spend their maternity leave. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes makes it really important to understand the holistic approach to this, right? That there's there's, like you say, so many partners in this and that developing that. And sometimes for a new mom, especially just knowing that she can come to somebody who has those, those things in place because she's sleep deprived, she's stressed. She's probably not functioning at her 100% best. And to try and put all that together herself would probably be not really feasible. Right. So you probably experience and and you can let me know, but 
a lot of relief from moms when they come. To oh, see yeah. Them. I mean, the nice thing I've been at the office, it'll be it's three years this year. And just taking the time in the beginning when I started there to outreach to other providers to to get what their philosophy is and things. And, you know, we work with chiropractors for babies who have a lot of body tension. And we work with lactation consultants, we work with speech therapists that are feeding therapists. So it does take a lot off. And instead of just saying to the parent, we'll go find someone, we are able to really confidently say, if you see this person, we know you're pretty much going to have good results. Mm-hmm. So it does take a lot of the pressure off. Yeah. I'm curious, you know, for for our listeners who are, are mostly dental professionals, what questions should they be asking new moms? If they're not if they're not well versed in this, or they they want to make sure that they're they're taking care of these new moms, what what are some good questions that they could ask to start this conversation? Yeah, I mean the biggest thing with babies is around feeding. How are they feeding? You know, is it a lot of moms will tell us that the baby will take an hour to eat, mm-hmm. and then they'll rest an hour, and then the next hour they're feeding them again. So are they feeding all the time? Are they really noisy when they're eating? you know, clicking or, you know, making a lot of sounds with their mouth. And then what's happening after the feeding? Are they spitting up all over the place really excessively? Are they really gassy and not happy? All of these things are kind of signs that they might need a look. They might need a look to see what if there's any kind of restrictions happening. And it's not always a restriction, mm-hmm. but a lot of the times it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And what about you know, older kids, kids that are kind of beyond that. Is there, are there some good questions? Yeah. So when we see older kids, toddlers and above, we always talk about, we want to know the history, you know, if they have, if they have had issues when breastfeeding or bottle feeding in the past, Mm -hmm. a big one for younger toddlers is how are they transitioning to solid foods? Mm -hmm. Are they able to tolerate it? Can they chew it? Can they swallow it? Do they feel comfortable eating? Once they're a little bit older, we want to know about speech, you know, are they having any issues speaking Mm -hmm. and sleep? Sleep is a huge one. We we had a two and a half year old come in about a month ago that has obstructive sleep apnea. So it's not just limited to older people or overweight people. It's it's all the sleep issues are based on our structure. And if our structure is too small, we're not going to breathe and sleep well. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can see where you're really changing lives. Yeah. And For sure. Yeah. And and that probably just reinvigorated your career. It's a totally different perspective when you can give a gift like that to a mom. You know, being a mom myself, I know how it feels to to be a first-time mom and, and to be overwhelmed or really honestly even to be a second or a third-time mom because sometimes that's harder when you're trying to juggle these other toddlers with your newborn and, you know, take care of all these things. So sure. <laughs> it it just, it's really changed my focus on how I feel about going to work. It's not Sunday scaries. It's not, oh, who am I going to see tomorrow? It's it, like, I welcome the challenge. I'm excited to go to work and see who we're going to be able to help. That's, that's so encouraging and refreshing to hear. How did this kind of transition or change in your career 
help align with your personal values? And what what tips can you give other dental professionals that may be feeling a little unfulfilled or that their course is maybe not aligning with their values? Yeah. I mean, family is number one. I, I know, you know, when especially when you're talking about hygienists per se, there's such a large percentage of us that are moms. And I see in the forums on Facebook how, you know, people feel guilty about taking off work or, you know, not having autonomy over whatever they want to choose. And I think for me, that was the big draw is being in charge of my own schedule and being able to be there for my kids when they needed me to be there for a Halloween party or, you know, for a field trip. And it gave me the freedom that I really wanted. So I think to start, you really need to think about what you want. I I won't say, you know, going down this path was easy, took a little bit of time, you know, you really have to have the tenacity to put yourself out there and meet new people and get with people who are very like-minded and who are on the same page. But once you find your group, it's so rewarding. I love that you bring up the tenacity. What would you, what piece of advice would you give to somebody who's working really hard, creating something that they value and they feel stuck or they're about to give up? What, What advice would you give them? We have so many amazing people in our dental world. And the dental world is so small. And I just feel like there's always someone that you can reach out to for help. There's always someone who's been where you were that you can reach out to for advice. So look to those people who are where you want to be and reach out to them. Be vulnerable. Ask questions. Figure out how they got there. It's only going to help you get to your end journey a lot quicker and feel more supported. That's great advice. You know, I, I would add to that that I feel like the majority of of people in our profession too love to mentor. Yeah, like, when asked, and so it's it's not even it's not just a gift to the person asking; it's also a gift to the person that you're asking. I agree. So, kind of get to showcase the excitement of all the knowledge and and show someone the opportunities that are out there that they might not be able to see for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So fun. Well, I know that you have a program and it has the most adorable name ever. So it's called mini sprouts. Is that right? It is. Yeah. Yep. Tell me about what that is and, and, and how it came to be. Yeah. So how we decided to put this together is Dr. Erica's office, we were releasing infants and we would have the babies back for post-op appointments and they were seeing their other providers and, you know, everything was moving right along until we had one of those babies come back for their first dental cleaning. And when they walked in, they didn't look so good. They had really dark circles under their eyes. They still had a really high palate. They had a thumb in the mouth. They had like all these habitual things that were going on. So it just showed us that the tongue tie wasn't enough. We really needed to track the kids afterwards. So I put this milestone program together. So just like you take your child to the pediatrician and then they get weighed and you get their length. When they come in to see us, we look in their mouth. We want to see what their palate looks like. We want to see what their teeth look like. We want to really educate parents about the good old anticipatory guidance that we learned about way back in school. But the more we educate parents on 
what to do, they're able to really be an active part in helping their child's growth and development, which is really exciting because as we know, kids are, they're so malleable. We can really mold them in a good way if we're paying attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds like a phenomenal program. And I'm curious if, if, Somebody is going to their dentist and their dentist isn't well-versed or or their dental team isn't well-versed in this. How do they go about finding people that are? Is there any sort of a directory or any sort of a, a way to figure that out for those parents? Yeah. So if you go to our website, minisprouts.com, we do have a directory for the doctors who are part of our program. Pretty minimal at the moment. We're just starting out, but there are people out there and we have lots of support people that, you know, are part of our teams who can help maybe direct you to the right places as well. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Thank you for that. Because yes, I think that that's probably, you know, one of those things where you hear this, but then you don't know exactly where to go or who to reach out to. And I think it's great because it, you know, just like you said, the, our community is small and Somebody always knows somebody, always knows somebody, right? Right. So, right. so what's on the horizon for Mini Sprouts and your your dreams uh, along this this avenue that you've taken with your career? Yeah. Oh, I well, we're in the process of writing a book, so that's really exciting just to help educate the masses and really understand how early intervention from the dental side of things, from the dental world can make a really big difference. So I think that's going to land really well. And honestly, I would love to see some kind of program within every dental office. I mean, every dental office has kids. And I think once you get over the intimidation factor of, you know, having infants and toddlers in your office and you realize that by actually seeing them, you can change their life. You can do so much good in helping them develop properly that you're going to be able to see such a difference in your patients. I can't tell you how many new parent patients we've gotten from doing this program because they're so impressed with everything that they learn that they want to come be a part of our office too. So a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So an off the cuff question, who's, can you think of your oldest patient that you saw when they were an infant at this point, like, and the success? Can you give us a little, just a little teaser of the success that has occurred with that person? Yeah. So we have our superstar patient. Her name is Marin, And we saw her as a baby and her mom is Jessica. And I mean, Jessica was the kind of mom where she was very smart already. She had, you know, read up, she knew all the things but she didn't really know how everything connected back together dentally, right? Mm -hmm. So she knew mouth breathing was wrong, but she didn't really know why. She didn't know what was going to happen if, you know, Marin kept mouth breathing. Mm -hmm. So those were the kind of connections that we were able to make in the dental office. Mm -hmm. And Marin just graduated from our program. So we have little hats and we do a whole ceremony when they're finishing up and it's super cute. And then they move on to our our hygiene team. So they flow into our hygiene schedule then. Wow. That's exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, It's awesome to see. Yeah. All right. So remind us again, how we find out more. You have a website, right? Can you just have a website? It's at minisprouts.com and sprouts is with a Z. 
And if you have any questions, you can email me at joy at minisprouts.com. Fantastic. I'll make sure and include those in the show notes so that our listeners can just click and find find you easily. But Great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You gave our listeners so much encouragement, not just career-wise, fulfillment-wise, but as far as really holistically looking at their patients from infant on. So thank you so much for spending some time with us. And thank you so much for advocating this important topic. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to see you. Yeah. We adore you, Joy. And (laughs) we adore our listeners. So thanks for being with us. And we'll see you next time on the Mint Door Podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.